I think that's why his wife let him go on the road all those times. He goes, he goes, yeah, yeah, go have your fun right now, but yeah, I'm gonna get pregnant and you're stuck here. What's up, guys? We are back here for another great episode of Comedy Club Confessions. My guest today is Anthony Storiti. Yeah, baby. Thanks yeah, baby. Me, uh, let me tell you something about Anthony real quick. I met Anthony how many years ago? About three years ago. Three years ago, up-and-coming comedian Ali Malik said, this guy's a funny guy. And honestly, I can say you've grown so much in the past three years. And one thing I can say, the reason why he moved up so quickly was because he listened. He listened, and he was... Like a sponge. He hung around. I took him on the road. He learned some stuff. And now I give him his own show at the Ha Comedy Club. I taught him about producing shows, you know, building your material, your time, yeah, and everything. Dude. And you've been doing great, bro. Thank you, dude. You Thank really you. are you really are one of the few guys that I, I've asked me for help and like you really pull through and uh I'm proud of you, bro. Thank you, bro. I love to hear that. I was thinking about this on the way over here. You and Ali Malik knew me when I was like barely knew how to do comedy. Like, yeah, yeah. And you guys were just so nice to me. So that's when I see people younger than me now, it's like, all right, you got to kind of help them a little bit like you, what you did. Because you helped me for no reason. So. Yeah, I helped him for no freaking reason. He uh, came and he just he just did well. Like he was like, it was almost like funny because like he did so well. I'm not talking about he Bill Burt it or like Kevin Hart did a crush set. It was like, if you're pretty new at stand up and you're up there, you'll have like these moments where like your hands in your pocket, you're looking down. You're stuttering or this and that. He had the stage presence like from the beginning. Like he was, I don't know. Did you take any theater classes or anything? I did a stand-up class, but that's it. You did a stand-up class? Yeah. What class? San Francisco Comedy College. Oh, okay. So yeah, he kind of, oh, really? Nice. <laughs> yes. I was the only like like competent one in the class. So then the teacher like helped me afterwards and stuff, writing and stuff. That's why I knew I had like a basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the open mics were like in class. Yeah, and, and I remember him too. He has, a, he has like a real supportive squad. That's like, what it was. Bro. You always had like, like eight people with you, always coming to all your shows, and you were doing yeah. the same damn material all the time. Yeah, and they were always at your shows. They would buy tickets to see him perform, and that's what I think helped you, man, a lot. Because people yeah. like this guy has fans, you know, and like even if they were there for your friends, they still came every single yeah. time. I remember that, bro. The COVID helped me so much because you and Renee were doing these like random shows and my friends had nothing to do. We're like 22 years old with nothing to do yeah, yeah. in LA. So we just came to all these shows. It was, the these shows. I know. <laughs> it was awesome. It's COVID helped. COVID <laughs> helped Anthony. Yeah. Well, that's it. <laughs> just Anthony. Because I was on legit shows, not open, you know? Yeah. Like, but so then you're not from LA. No. So I grew up in the Bay Area and in Italy. Oh, wow. Yeah. You, you were born in Italy? Italy? I was born in the Bay Area, moved to Italy and then came back. How long were you in Italy for? Five years. Five years in yeah. Italy? Yeah. You speak Italian? I used to, but actually I minored in Spanish in college, so I kind of speak you better speak, Spanish now. Yeah, That's why I can understand you guys. No way. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, you're in Italy doing what? My dad just had to work there, so I was in school. What did your dad do over there? He was a... Uh, I can't talk about it. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind. So he, he's in a witness protection program <laughs> in Italia. What part of Italy? Rome. Rome. So he worked at the embassy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah basically, uh, it's all Americanized over there, right? Yeah, yeah. You speak English? Speak English. It, I went to international school, so it was like English and Italian. You have to wear like a uniform and stuff? Yeah, dude. That's private school. That's yeah. awesome. It was weird. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, uh, did you do comedy there at all or think about anything? No, dude, not at all. But like now, what I know now, like that is the basis for a lot of my comedy now. Okay. I have a, I have a weird perspective for a 25-year-old. Yeah, yeah, you're like, kind of like an old soul. Yeah, really. Totally. I'm not, I can't hang out with people my age. 
So it's like you. I became friends with you guys quickly because you guys are older and mature. We're not that much older. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> I mean, feel like yeah, we're pretty old. Twelve years older. Tw- yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you're, how old are you? Thirty-seven. Okay. Yeah. Twelve years. Twelve I just years. That's crazy. Twenty-five <laughs> years old. I don't know any twenty-five-year-old that drinks Pellegrino. Yeah, dude. This guy walks around with freaking Pellegrino. Well, you don't understand. They would in Italy. That's all they give you, and they pour it out of the bottle. There's no tap. I didn't hear about tap water until I was like ten or eleven years old because everything's in the bottle sparkling okay so then you left italy you came to san francisco and what made you want to become a comedian honestly (laughs) this is funny i uh did it for girls at first a little bit (laughs) at first a tiny i was like that's the worst i was like oh that would help too that'd be a cool thing but bro i was playing college baseball and i moved home and i had nothing to do i I didn't get on the summer team i was working at buffalo wild wings and i had all this money saved up and i remember hearing about this sf comedy college so i did it and i loved it but bro, funny story. I don't know if you can say this, but I was I got home from college and I was watching Brendan Schaub's first special with my dad. Uh-huh. And we're watching him. My dad's like, "You're funnier than this fucking guy. You should do comedy." <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I was like, "Yeah, you're right, Dad." Well, Brendan's, when Brendan's defense, he's only been doing comedy probably three years. <laughs> yeah. too, at the time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. his defense. Not yeah. that he's watching this. So Brendan Schaub probably will be. <laughs> <laughs> he can see inspires you to do stand-up yeah. comedy. That's yeah. great, man. I mean, I mean, but I, I loved him. I, I I was a fan of his, and I was like, "Dad, we got to watch this." So yeah, it's not yeah. like. I'm not saying that I'm like bad. No, no, no it's it fine. Was, yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a similar, you know, athlete guy. You know, there's not many, many. Oh, yeah, you played baseball. Yeah, professional but, baseball. I played college. He college. was like a pro UFC guy. Yeah. So then you, so you did stand up, and but like, what made you think like you could make a, you want to make a career out of this, right? Yeah. So what was the turning point when you're like, I could do this for a living? Because it's a freaking hard job. Yeah, dude. So many people I've known since I started, I've known so many people that have already quit. Me too, dude. So many. <laughs> like, three it's years. crazy. Yeah. Like, and they don't, with comedians, they don't tell you they quit. They just, yeah. just stop coming around. Just fizzle out, then they'll come back and be like, yo, can I get on a show? That's what pisses me off, bro, which is what like I'm sure you deal with every day. It's people not working hard. You reward people that work hard. Yeah. I kind of do that too, but it's weird yeah. for me because I'm new as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, how, but I've kind of had to take on your role a little bit yeah and it's just like i'll book someone like mo that's grinding yeah yeah but if somebody's asking me for spots i'm like bro no yeah man that's one thing i hate about what this business is that people just feel like like oh i'm a comedian put me up like yeah. or they just show up put me up like it's like it doesn't work that way you know yeah like, i got i got a waiting list of people that want to come up unless you're a name you know that you'll get up you, you got like if somebody's like yo jack check on my tape I really want to get booked like I could call Damon Wayne's to get I don't need you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so, <laughs> that's like people don't understand what like you com- know who does it a lot? Al Pacino. You know Al Pacino, Ali Share <laughs> at the Ha. <laughs> yeah, because you know this guy he, he, Al Pacino. I call him his he, I call him Al Pacino because that was his first n- stage name. Is it really? Yeah, his name is Ali Share. He's a comic at the Ha. He's a he's like a door guy at the club and he helps out my folks a lot and you know, he gets stage time. But he always comes up to me on my show, hey bro, put me up right now. I'm going to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go, it doesn't work that way, man. He did man. that to me the other night. Too, it put yeah. me up, bro. I'm going to kill it. Let me show you. I'm going to kill it. I'm going to kill it. Th- th- he told me the other day, you needed a cold open or Terry needed a cold open. She goes, go on stage right now. And I murdered, bro. He said that? Murdered, yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> uh, he is a funny guy, but I mean, honestly, that's the most annoying thing with comics. Just don't show up and expect to go up on stage unless you are a huge name because that's what really matters. I mean, as a producer... You know, you know how it is, but it's so yeah, stressed bro. out. You're stressed out. You have a lineup. You you have to like cater to the names that are coming yeah, in, dude. like the Theo Vons, the freaking you know, like the yeah. the Bill Burrs and all that. We go, oh my god, he's Bill Burrs gonna be here at eight thirty. So you need to get up. You need to be off stage by eight twenty five, and yeah. it's just a lot of 
it's stressful. So we don't need an extra guy going, hey, man, let me get up real quick. <laughs> it's like, bro, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying like, to be a dick, but I'm not thinking about you right now. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like if, if anything, I'll go on stage and I'll fucking stall, you know? Bro, people say, let me know if you need a comedian. I never need a comedian, bro. Never. Always, I always overbook shows yeah. and I got my friends there. You know what bro. I need? I need a freaking waiter. Pick up these glasses. <laughs> yeah, bro. Let's get the drink sales <laughs> up. You know, yeah. like that's that's just, oh, and that's the one thing I hate about the haha. When I'm there, I'm not even like thinking about just performing. I'm thinking about exactly, if bro. people are ordering drinks and food, if, if people are seated, if the bathrooms are freaking a mess, are they going to talk shit about the bathrooms? Yeah. Are they going to do this? Is there one at the door? Is there a security? Is someone, is, were the comments are late? I'm just like, Arr. that was me the other night, bro. Nobody was there. I was yeah. running it and the show. And everyone's like, oh, can you get a picture? I'm like, hey, man. And he, oh, you look pissed. I'm like, no, I'm not pissed. I'm stressed. It's so stressful. That's it's so, it's so stressful. That's why I like when I go on the road and it's like I get these flat rates. Like it's like like I'm not. I know I'm not freaking selling million dollars, selling mm-hmm. out theaters and all that. You know, I'm at the with. Okay, if you're not, if you're watching this, you're there's different levels of comedy. You're either like a draw or you're a flat rate. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm at the flat rate right now. Like some places I do draw, like in Phoenix or in Sacramento or in Vegas. But like if I'm going to Springfield, Missouri, and they have no idea who I am, I take a flat rate, which is they'll give me X amount of dollars. And uh, I'll do the show. That those shows I like, bro, because yeah. you should show up and you just perform. That's amazing. That's it. <laughs> You're not thinking about anything else. Yeah, I've noticed that with you and myself now, bro. When I go on the road and do, do just like a set, a 10, yeah. 15 minute set, and that's all I have to think about. I'm so much better. Yeah. So then when I get on stage at the haha, sometimes I'm hosting my show. I'm not doing well. I'm thinking to myself like, bro, this is like making me better. Yeah. So this is like, this doesn't matter. I just have to do this. I'm not, this isn't for performance. This is just getting me better. Then once I go on the road, I'm doing good. So this yeah, is yeah. so hard right here. Yeah. The harder. Yeah. That's exactly how yeah. I feel too. Exactly. Like, and I also feel too in LA when you're performing in LA, whether it's at the store or the improv or the laugh factory, dude, they don't give a shit about us. They're waiting to see when the big name's coming on. So when you're going on stage at the laugh factory and then they, they see you, they're like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm here to see Damon Wayans. I'm here to see Theo Vaughn. I'm here to see, you know, Brendan Shaw. I'm here bro. to see these names. So then you have to work harder as a comedian up there to gain their freaking love, you know? Because yeah. they're like, they don't want to see you. They don't they don't care about, care about Jack Jr., you know? Yeah, but people also say if you can't kill there, you can't kill. Because that's supposed to be an easy room, too. Yeah, right? yeah. Regardless. Totally. That's, so. how the, that's how, yeah, that's how it is. That's why I like the Ha the best because uh, the Ha, it's, it's the road. Yes. Like the audience, it's the road. You Bro. get everybody. You get black, white, brown, Asian. You get cholos. You get nerds. You get rich people. It's all there. It's like a big pot. You're right. And I will say one thing from hanging out with you and Renee, I know how to make Mexican people laugh. I yeah. know how to make Latinos laugh. That's, I've done that first. That's all I've done. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's it. Yeah. yeah. I think Latinos are probably one of the easiest audience. Oh, yeah. They're all- the <laughs> hardest audience are black people. Yeah. I, I, but I love performing for black oh, people. Oh, but when you get... Black people They'll going tell you, though, dude. Bro, that's the best feeling ever. Bro, bro. They, 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 I actually posted a video about that. Dude, when black people compliment you, like you're not sure if they're happy or they're mad. They're like, man, you stupid. <laughs> you stupid, man. You got me fucked up. And I'm like, is that good? Or? <laughs> that's funny. That's, but bro, yeah, the haha I think is such is the best place. I don't want to say blow it up, but it's the best place to start yeah, because yeah. it's L.A. but also not L.A. Yeah. So starting in L.A. is so tough. Yeah. But it's also right outside LA. You can go into Hollywood, whatever you need, but it's right there. So you're meeting everybody and you're getting good right outside. Yeah. So it's- right now on the way here, I was I drove by the Laugh Factory and I saw two people waiting in line for the open mic. I saw that, yeah. And I was just like, damn. I was just like, I, I remember those days. Yeah. I remember those days. 
and that I almost wanted to go out of the car and just hug them. Like, yeah. it's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, you bro. Well, like, you could tell that one of them was been there longer because one brought a chair. Yeah. They had a full little chair. And I'm like, oh, she knows what's up. Yeah. And I was trying to figure out who they were. But it's just, it's that, it's that how crazy it is, man. When you come to LA, people think of this big dream that you come to LA and then you're going to blow up and be famous overnight. I've been doing this for 13 years and I just started paying the bills. Wow. Paying all the bills. I'm talking about like, okay. I do stand up comedy for a living. Good. This is how I make my money. This is how I pay my medical insurance, dental, my kids, school, child support. Everything is through stand up comedy. That's crazy. Whether it's producing a show, whether it's going on the road, whether it's writing a script, whether it's uh, getting a commercial, all that, this all started because of comedy. Damn, and it's crazy, man. And it's, uh, and I, I know it's gonna happen for you too, bro, because you you are doing the, the work now. Exactly, a lot of people, bro. I can name a bunch of comics, bro. They've been doing it for twenty five years. They go, I'm a veteran. I'm a veteran. I go, just because you've been doing something a long time doesn't make you a veteran. Exactly. Right. Bro. Exactly. Like you're a shitty comic for twenty five years. You're doing the same act. You're doing the same freaking act. You piss people off. Yeah. You know, you try, you know, that that's not a veteran. A veteran is someone that's like been in the trenches and freaking fought yeah. and is still grinding and is still has, he has a couple specials out, but you know, he's a little old school now, working cruise ships. He's chilling, does Vegas spots. That's a veteran coming in. Hey, I'm a veteran. I, go, I know who you are. Yeah. Hell yeah. Come on stage. That's, that's that, you know? Exactly. And there's a lot of people that have been doing it a long time. So sometimes for your, your mom, I just run the show Friday nights. I'll just, do basically hurt like light people basically host a show but not be on stage yeah so these comics uh <laughs> yeah dude yeah exactly oh my god that's <laughs> so funny Facebook post, what you bro. can't what you're not seeing right now is uh the producer <laughs> the producer mark. just mark just mentioned the comedian's name yeah and uh, uh but yeah dude and so what he said <laughs> he just blowed it up uh <laughs> but Which dude I love Honestly, I love him to death. He's such a great person. But he's one of those guys that's uh, very aggressive with the messages about spots. And that's it's literally it's, who I thought of when he when I was so saying that thing right now. And I love the guy. I love his work ethic. And but damn man, like he he needs to take it easy. Him and there's another comic, because there's another comic. Um I'm gonna just say it fucking <laughs> comedy club confessions, baby. This comic named Jimmy Devale. You know who he is? I don't know who that is. He's a cruise ship comic now, but he he, he said he winked. He I don't, he pointed. Oh, uh, he's a he's a comic that I just heard nightmare stories from other comics. Like he just rubs people the wrong way, and it's like, bro. And that's a, that's a that's a huge thing, man. Because we all comics talk. We all talk. Yeah. You know, so you always want to be likable and not annoying. Yeah, but it's also on the other end. You experience this: it's people coming up to you, being nice to you just because of the position you're in. Yeah, which I hate that people come. Oh, thank you so much! It's a great show you got here. Let me know if you ever consider. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. be yeah, nice yeah. to me because you want to be nice. I don't. Yeah, know. that's what I hate when people used to introduce me. They go, "Oh, your parents own the haha." Yeah, I go, "I have a name, fool." <laughs> I book people on my show. Jackson. They bring people saying like, "Oh, this guy runs a great show over there." You guys link up. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just totally. Like, oh, this guy, you'll trade spots. He does a room in fucking Saudi Arabia. I go, what the fuck? I don't know. What am I going to go to Saudi Arabia? Yeah, exactly, bro. But, uh, Australian comic the other night. Australia. If you ever in Australia, bro, let me do a stuff. Like, dude, I'm, I'm like, dude, if, if you're trying to get to New York right now, no, if you both me, I'll go to Australia. It's fucking, well, we're different I would spots. Love to go, I would love to go to Australia. That's one thing. But yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, I'm not doing this to be mean to these other guys I'm talking about. I'm just I'm just trying to like school you and knowledge, uh, give some knowledge out to other communities that are watching. Um, it's all about love, dude. You know, like show love, be nice to one another, but just don't be annoying. Don't be annoying. And you, 
honestly has been going through some shit right now because how long were you the girlfriend for? Three years. He was with his girlfriend for three years. And what happened recently? Uh, she just broke up with him. She you. broke up with him. Broke up with him because she gave him the ultimatum, right? Didn't, didn't give me an ultimate, just basically decided for me. She decided for you? Yeah. So maybe she wanted to break up with you already. That's what my dad said. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's base. It's tough as a comedian having a girlfriend. And she stuff. already found the way easy way out because she didn't want to hurt you. So she kind of like said like, "Yeah, but oh, well, I guess uh, you don't you want to choose comedy over me, right?" And you're like, "What? <laughs> Is yeah. that what happened?" Basically, just like I want to have a family and stuff. I want to have a wife, a kids, and a, and a, and you know, if you're gonna be on the road doing comedy, you can't be here. And I'm like, "How okay, old is well, she right now?" Twenty four. Twenty four. Does a 24-year-old really want to have a family right now? She said eventually. So eventually. it's ripping the Band-Aid off early. Before. But I'm saying you could have a family when you're 30. Well, that's what I'm saying. But but she... So one time she was like, when do you want to have kids? I was fucking like, 40? Like, I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, she took that very seriously. And then she's like, I don't want to wait till I'm 40. Her grandpa just died. She wants to you know, give her great-grandparents, grandkids and stuff like she's that. She's Mexican? Yeah. I'm surprised she's not pregnant already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, mean, I waited this long. That's yeah. crazy. I know, but it's it's. Uh, I mean, honestly, bro, if it, it, this is the weird thing to say. It's so weird, but now that I'm older, um, if it's meant to be, she'll come back to you. Yeah, like me and Phoebe, we were together and we broke up. We got back together eight years later. Damn. You know what they say? You set something free, and then you go bang a bunch of chicks, and then she comes back to you. Yeah, but while you're banging a bunch be. of chicks, she's banging a bunch of dudes too. Whoa, right? well, uh, that's, not, that's not Phoebe. I'm just saying. I'm general. not saying that. No. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> that's tough to think about. Yeah, when you're on fuck the road. that. You ruined my fucking moment. <laughs> when you're on, you ever like? I mean, there's two well, sides. Do you want to be back with her? I do. Yeah. You miss but, her. Yeah, but there's also. Hug? <laughs> there, Can we get some tissue, please? There's two, <laughs> there's two sides to each spectrum because it's also like, bro, if I'm on the road somewhere and I get off stage, bomb, and I'm just like, fuck, I miss my girlfriend. This is oh. what I gave my girlfriend for. Just each. So, but that's that's the that's part of it, you know. But why don't you take her on the road with you? <laughs> Dude, Ali Malik did that I knew you were gonna, yeah. Ali Malik did that one time I go hey man you wanna come open for me in Phoenix he goes sure this fool shows up at my house I say come pick me up at 10am uh, he shows up with his freaking girlfriend I go this isn't a third wheel thing you were, I said, it's, you know, I, you I were said, pissed that it was, was Valentine's Day that was a la- he goes it's Valentine's Day I said I'm leaving my wife at home <laughs> bro Renee, f- Renee brought his girl to Chicago bro Renee brought his girl in Vegas too yeah it's uh I don't. I, I think comedy is a boys' trip, dude. Right? It is unless a boy, you're working with a girl. It is a boys' but. trip unless it's like, like local gigs. I understand. Like you bring your girlfriend once in a while. Yeah. But when they're with you all the time, it's like comics like to do fucking sets, go eat in their riff, and talk about their set, jokes, yeah. tags, all that. When your girlfriend's there, it's kind of like oh, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, but I could not imagine that. Like having to think of your sense of and deal with. An annoying girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hungry. It's like yeah, like yeah, I don't. Yeah, I can't see that. But I mean, I, I, would you quit comedy for her? No. Yeah, there, there's the answer. But you know, if she, but if she gave you that, that, this, that you, if she put you in that situation, then then I mean, you know what, man? Yeah. You know, she has a lot of growing up to do. You have a lot of growing up to do. You're both really young, bro. You're 24. 25. I just turned 25. 25, bro. At 25, I got a divorce. Grow up, bitch. <laughs> I talked, bro. I talked. I briefly talked to your mom about this the other night. She was. I told my son, 37, best time to get married and have kids. Best 25, way too early. I cry when my son have kid at 25. She did. <laughs> she was crying. She cried when you got both. There's she a picture when of, I got married. Picture you guys walking down the aisle and her crying. She was crying. I was walking down the aisle and she goes. 
oh, you don't have to do this. You don't have to get married. I go, we're already here. The caterer's paid. Let's fucking do this shit already. There's <laughs> a picture of literally her crying. I remember when bro. I signed my marriage license, I, I, I fucking took a shot of tequila. I go, Whoa. wow, dude. And then so, I remember the, 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 the priest was like, I give you my life to keep. And I said, my life. <laughs> I said, wow. Time out. Well, did you already start comedy by then? No, I started after we divorced. Oh, wow. Okay. That's what happened. Oh, your dad was like, oh, can you do me therapy? Uh, yeah, therapy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I never wow. was. But honestly, I got to thank my baby mom. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have done the comedy. She fucked me up so bad. Yeah. She fucked me up so bad with the divorce, the child support, my business, everything. Like, she fucking really took a number on me when I was, like, really depressed. And I was thinking really dark, dark thoughts. And if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't I wouldn't be doing comedy. Like my dad was like, "Well, do comedy." Which is so you never thought about doing comedy. Never up thought about doing comedy. comedy club. Wow. Why would I be? You know, this I've seen so many comedians go up there, bomb and yeah. fail, and just a handful of them be successful. Like Gabriel Iglesias, Sebastian Maniscalco, uh, yeah. Brian Callen. All these I saw these guys come up. Lon Gibrani. So but think about like those four, okay. and then the four hundred that didn't make it. Yeah, it's a tough business, bro. This is a yeah. tough business. And it's not for everybody. It yeah. really isn't for everybody. There's some comics that to this day are doing open mics. And I'm like, dude, hasn't somebody told you? Stop. <laughs> yeah, at least try acting or something. You know, like Something, something else or yeah. change the same. Like, just fucking stop. That's where it gets almost depressing. Because as a comic, you're worried about yourself so much. And it's so hard to do it for yourself. It's tough to help other people out, too, that don't. So, so you see somebody. I'm young. You see somebody that you've kind of. When I started, they were like, I was asking them for advice, and now they're asking me for advice. Yeah, it's not so much you could do in that situation. Bro. Yeah, from if you're me, I'm, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just like yeah. I, this person was a veteran when I start, veteran when yeah, I started, yeah. and now they're asking me for advice. That's terrible. It's like that's terrible, dude. Uh, yeah. Guys, by the way, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Comedy Showcase app. Make sure to check out this app, comics. If you're a comic watching, submit your comedy on there. They'll post your video. You get money. Are you on this app, right? I am, yeah. Yeah, we're all on this app. We're both on the app. Make sure to check it out. Comedy Showcase app. Um, guys, uh, I always ask every uh, guest on this um, podcast, so you've been doing comedy a short time, but you've seen a lot. Uh, is there anyone that was like, thought you had beef with or... Thought it beef with? Yeah. Has anyone done you dirty? <sighs> That's a good question, bro. I'm trying to think of it. Uh, not too bad. Anyone owe you money? <laughs> Why don't we just Who owes you money? No, no nobody owes me money anymore um, Who owes you money? No, no I'm not going to say it <laughs> <laughs> okay, Who's I, done you dirty? Because this is just like another there, Another version of the question You guys asked, used to ask Is there anyone that's done you dirty? <sighs> not really, dude No one's fucked you over well, Who's helped you out the most? You Michael, Renee, and Will 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 Burkhart Yeah, a bunch of Three haha huh. guys. That's good. Yeah, that that's worked. But but it's and also it's funny, the three people you just named. I took them all on the road with me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Lenochi? No, 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 Lenochi. Uh, okay. oh, um, he's talking about Dustin. Yeah, Lenochi. But that that's great. probably the best part about comedy, bro. Where you don't realize it's like people. If people see you working hard, like they'll fuck with you and they'll be cool with you. That's what it is, you man. Because yeah. you want you want to have that. Like that grind, that push, you know. Sometimes you sometimes I feel like shit. I don't want to do anything, and then I, I have that little. Oh, come on, let's go. Let's go to Mike. Let's go write some jokes. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do that. And it feels great. That little motivation. You need yeah. that. You need that. You need that. Something. It's like they're. It's your coffee. Yeah, you're it's right. Like you're like, oh, let's go. You know. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, and that's. I was hitting mics with some friends 
yesterday, and that's what it's all about. That's all it's about. It's just the hang, yeah. Dude, this was a great episode. Thank you so much for being here. Dude, thanks for having me. This you had was, a good time? I, this is amazing. I, I mean, had a really good time, actually. It's been a while since I... Are you, did you have, like, a surprisingly good time? I had a you didn't expect to have time. a good time? Good. I didn't think you were going to be good at this. I knew, I, you, but you always say stuff like <laughs> that, and then I come... You, you said that after my first set. I remember I opened for you in Arizona. The first show, I did well. And you're like, I didn't expect you to do that. Good. Next show, you were like, can you do 15? I was like, uh... You're like, do, do 12. Do 12. <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Guys, check out Anthony Sturidi's, uh Instagram. What is your Instagram? It's Anthony Sturiti. How do you spell that? Anthony and then S-T-I-R-I-T-I. By the way, if you're looking at his face, that's not a glitch on the thing. That's his... He has... He has what's you it imagine? We should have addressed it. What is it? It's just hemifacial microsomia. I just talk out of one side of my mouth. He talks on one side of his mouth, so this is not, this is not a video quality issue. This is his face. And I'm looking <laughs> this way, too. This is my good side, too. I should have sat there, bro. I love it. <laughs> you're like the... What was that movie called? Two-Face. Yeah. This is the perfect... This is, Podcast, but this is like me. This is, you're fucking, it's perfect. It's this is quick. Great. This is like comedy club confessions, guys. Make sure to subscribe. Go listen to all the other ones. Uh, thank you for watching. Um, I'm actually doing something different. If you are watching this right now and you DM me right now, I will mail you a present. I have uh, some merch that I'm going to send you guys out. Thank you so much for watching comedy club confessions. Tell your friends, follow Anthony Sturdy. Any upcoming dates you want to promote? Dude, I'm uh, headlining house of comedy in Phoenix. Uh, speaking Shut of up. It, it's like a, it's like uh, so this guy Philip, this guy he has a room on Wednesdays and he has oh, to nice. headline it. Yeah, fuck so yeah, when is that? December fourteenth, Wednesday. I'll be there. Really? No, no, I'm in San Diego. Fuck. Damn, that'd be I'm sick. there December eleventh. Oh, in Phoenix? It's Phoenix. I'm, oh, you should come Monday. We'll talk later. Monday night football. <laughs> okay. Go oh, Hope. Stephen with Stephen yeah, Hope. I'm with Stephen Hope. Yeah, bring oh, it. Okay. Dude, guys, make sure to follow me, uh, JackJuniorComic.com for tickets. Uh, I'm gonna be in San Diego, Phoenix. Uh, I'm gonna be in Miami. Dude, a lot of dates coming up. I love you guys so much. Thank you for watching. Bye -bye. Thank you for having me.